Hey Impact High School students, Pastor Andy here bringing you another week of our series Acting Up as we're walking through the book of Acts a couple chapters at a time uh, looking at how the early church was acting up in the name of Jesus and how they were causing kingdom mischief in the name of Jesus. So today we're going to be specifically in chapter 13. It's a real long chapter but it's got some cool stories for us to learn from. Uh, as a reminder, as always, we're going to have some questions underneath the videos for you that you can use if you want to get to together with some life group members or some friends or just by yourself to talk through and think through, uh, just dive a little deeper into this chapter. But Acts chapter 13, we start off with our guys Paul and Barnabas. These are two uh, kind of leaders in the church at the time. Paul, of course, is, is one of the guys who wrote a large portion of the New Testament. He's a guy we've been studying quite a bit. So Paul and Barnabas are kind of these partners in ministry and they get sent off by the church in Jerusalem and they are going on their way to go and preach the gospel to another group of people. And so they go on their way and they arrive on this island called Cyprus. And there's a guy there who literally goes by the name Son of Jesus. His name is Bar-Jesus, but he's a false prophet. He's kind of a sorcerer, magician, dark magic, evil dude. And as Paul and Barnabas are trying to, to preach the good news, they're trying to preach the gospel to literally the governor of this province in Rome, this area that's controlled by the Roman Empire, he's kind of battling them. He's coming into conflict with them. He's trying to distort what they're saying and make it make it different than what it is. And so Paul really gets gets fed up with them pretty quickly and he actually calls upon God. He says, God, would you would you stop this guy? Would you make him blind so that he is no longer able to like come against us and, and to try to distort the truth? And so this guy ends up getting blinded by God and he goes running out of there. And because of that, the governor of this area, of this province, uh, becomes a believer. He, he looks on this and he's, he's astonished. It says in verse 12, then the proconsul, that's what they called kind of the governors of that area. Then the proconsul believed when he saw what had occurred, for he was astonished at the teaching of the Lord. So this guy is like, wow, like, it, because this, you know, this distraction, this, this, this evil guy was removed from the scene, he's able to see the truth and he, he gets excited about it and he gives his life to Jesus. And so because of this, uh, Paul is actually invited to preach in another place. Him and Barnabas, they set sail to another area and they start preaching. And so uh, Paul and Barnabas are invited to preach. It says here uh, in verse, uh, oh, sorry, totally lost it. Having a hard time with that. Okay, uh, redo. Here we go. <clears throat> thought I had a verse for that, but I do not. <clears throat> Alright, cool. Hey Impact High School students, it's Pastor Andy here bringing you another week of our Acting Up series as we're walking through the book of Acts and looking at how the early church was acting up in the name of Jesus, how they were causing kingdom mischief in the name of Jesus. Uh, as always, as a reminder for you, we've got questions posted underneath the video that you can dive a little deeper with, whether by yourself or with your life group or a group of friends, uh, some discussion questions just to think about and process a little bit more.
So we're in chapter 13 and it starts off with two guys, Paul and Barnabas, being sent off by the church to go and preach the good news of Jesus to a new group of people. And so they, they go and they arrive on this island of Cyprus and they're actually preaching to the governor of that area. He's called the proconsul. He's sort of the guy who oversees this area on behalf of Rome. And so they're talking to this guy, but unfortunately, there's a false prophet there who literally goes by the name Son of Jesus, Bar Jesus. And so he's there, he's kind of a sorcerer, dark magic, evil guy, and he's trying to distort and, and twist what Paul and Barnabas are saying to the proconsul and make it not true and make it wrong. And so Paul gets fed up with this pretty quickly and he, he calls on God and he says, God, would you, would you blind this guy? Would you send him out from our presence and stop him from distorting the truth? Stop him from distorting your word. And so this guy ends up getting blinded by God and he was running out of the scene. And then the proconsul sees this and he's just baffled by it. And he's like, wow, like what you guys are saying must be true. And he ends up giving his life to Jesus. It says in verse 12, then the proconsul believed when he saw what had occurred, for he was astonished at the teaching of the Lord. So super cool how God kind of hardcore blocks uh, this evil guy who's trying to distort the truth and allows the governor of this area to end up believing in him. So Paul and Barnabas, they leave that area. They're going to another place to preach and they actually get invited to preach by the, the local people. Uh, it says in verse 15, after the reading from the law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent a message to them, them being Paul and Barnabas, saying, brothers, if you have any word of encouragement for the people, say it. So it says that Paul stood up and he began preaching to this group of Jewish people and, and Gentiles all kind of mixed together. And he goes all the way back and he's, he's teaching kind of from the very beginning, hey, so, you know, like the lineage of David and, and how the people of Israel came up out of Egypt and all this cool stuff. And he, he kind of brings it all the way and he points it to Jesus. And it, it says in verses 38 and 39, uh, Paul says, Let it be known to you, therefore, brothers, that through this man, Jesus, of course, uh, forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you, and by him everyone who believes is freed from everything from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. So Paul is preaching the good news. I mean, he's, he's preaching the truth in a super cool way. And what's even more exciting than that is that the people there, they're listening to God's word being preached, they're listening to the truth going out, and they're excited about it. They are hungry for the truth that God has for them. It says, starting in verse 42, as they went out, the people begged that these things might be told to them the next Sabbath. And after the meeting, um, the synagogue broke up. Many Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who, as they spoke with them, urged them to continue in the grace of God. Then the next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. So literally, like these guys are, they're like, they hear the good news being preached one time and they're like, would you come again next week and preach again to us? And they're, they're following them out of there and they're like, hey, we go in peace. We're so thankful for you. They're so excited. So these people are hungry for truth. They're hungry for what God has to say. They're hungry for some good things. But unfortunately, again, there's opposition. Again, there's these people who want to stop God from doing what he's going to do. And so they're, they're trying to rile the people up. They're, they're trying to, to get them to, to stand up 
to Paul and, and to Barnabas, but thankfully many people believe anyway. God's word is not going to be stopped. It says, in, starting in verse 47, For so the Lord has commanded us, saying, I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. And when the Gentiles heard this, they began rejoicing and glorifying the word of the Lord. And as many as were appointed to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was spreading throughout the whole region. So all of these people, they believe, they believe anyway. I mean, they, they are like, no, we're in, we're so excited, we're so hungry for what, God has to, for what God has to say and what He's doing in our lives. The Gentiles are like, wow, like God even cares about us, not just the Jewish people. That's so cool, that's so exciting. And unfortunately, some religious leaders, some of these Jewish religious leaders who are kind of devout to the old way, uh, they're still opposing Paul and Barnabas. They actually start inciting some of the like high up women in the town, like some of the women who kind of have the ear of the guys who are in charge. They start like riling them up and being like, oh, like these guys are evil. You should talk to your husbands about these dudes and get them kicked out. And so they kick Paul and Barnabas out of town. But here's the crazy thing. Joy prevails. Like the, the truth prevails no matter what. In verse 51, right at the end of the chapter, But they shook off the dust from their feet against them and went to Iconium, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. So no matter what, no matter how many times people keep on opposing the truth, they keep on opposing Paul and Barnabas as they're trying to act up in the name of Jesus, joy prevails every single time. People are hungry for the truth. They're hungry for God's word. And guys, that's my main idea for us today is that acting up ultimately leads to joy. No matter what the opposition, no matter what the battles they're facing, joy is the end result when the good news is preached, when, when the truth is heard, when people are hungry for the gospel, joy is the result at the end of it. So I want to leave you guys that as an encouragement that when you act up in the name of Jesus, ultimately joy prevails. Uh, and one thing that's making me joyful right now is that this Sunday night, the 23rd, we are having another outdoor worship night with you guys. I'm super pumped about it. Uh, we'll be right outside the warehouse in the parking lot like we've done a couple times already. It's been a blast to see you guys in person in ways that we can. And I look forward to seeing you guys again soon. As always, reach out if you need anything. We love you and we'll see you soon.